Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpile. Oh, hi there. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but you can call me Dylan. We were just getting ready for a time of humor, analysis, and discovery. You care to join us? Because you never know what'll happen when you listen to the Wadfam Chalkpile. I'm looking at you, Joe Rogan. Go die. All right. All that's getting cut. Not the Joe Rogan go down. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna. <laughs> no context. Leave that in there. Put it in the teaser. Why don't you? Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. Naturally, I assumed. <laughs> good joke. <laughs> that was good. I like that. You know, I mm, I have so many feelings regarding this episode that I thought about leading off the episode with instead of just my name, but you really just knocked it out of the park, so thank you, Dylan. Oh, thanks, buddy. It's episode 260 of Adventures in Odyssey. The title is... Naturally, I assumed. There it is. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Uh, it's written and directed by Paul McCusker. Originally aired February 19th of 1994. Wow. And uh, there is no one interesting in the cast because basically the same people as last episode, but we have a fake British boy. Fake British boy, Darren McGibbs. And played by Matt Butcher for all of our Matt Butcher fans out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, look, there are probably... He sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, he, he does he does a nice thing in this episode, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. He's there. Um, man, I don't know. What, what, what do we want to talk about? Like, I mean, just off the top, Dylan, this has got... This is... I like this more than Truth and Trivia. I forgot how much I loved this episode. I I do love Truth and Trivia. I think it's hilarious. But I do think that this is a better piece of entertainment than Truth and Trivia. Like, I just think that this is somewhere close to peak Odyssey for me. Wow. Folks, when he said he was coming in, when we we sat down and Andrew was like, look, I've got thoughts about this episode. We need to start recording quick. I was like, oh, nice. He agrees with me that it's like a fairly flawed episode. (laughs) <laughs> i was literally prepared to have a campaign for the chalk squad to get this to a hundred percent oh my word i i can't co-sign that chalk squad dylan will mail you wow. stickers if you read this 100. wow oh man is this is this, this a is uh, where it ends <laughs> is this the treasure room part two it must be but but now the roles are reversed yeah this is such a... I mean, okay, I I can see there are points of it that are flawed that we will get into. But <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to cede ground to me, I'm Andrew. Not, I'm I'm validating your take, but saying that mine is more valid. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't be just the uh, like the dopamine highway that this episode established in my young psyche. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm happy for you. It's another one that I am pretty confident I hadn't heard before. There you go. That must have been so interesting. That That's actually my question for you. What was it like hearing this as an adult? Yeah. I, it, it is... It's it's Odyssey at its sitcomiest. Yeah. Like, this could be an episode of literally every sitcom that exists Mm -hmm. and that is why i don't like and that that is why i think it's hilarious (laughs) i it is the tropiest trope trope like there's 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 so little here after like character development and whatnot last episode like this one is just like hey we're just gonna like go through the motions we have a male and female platonic friend and a female love interest and a mysterious 
per person that we're going to project to be a love interest for that female love interest. And we've got the mentor who's just confused by it all. Go. And they literally did every beat that you would expect. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, I can accept that <laughs> as... Yeah, I'm, I, don't I don't think want, that they're reinventing the wheel. I don't want... Like, I'm not here to dunk on the episode. I had a pretty good time, but, like... Boy, is it no, just... No, I, I would say that my... It is what it is. The like, depth of my appreciation comes more so from the personal connection between the characters and stuff in this way. Because it, it is so tropey and sitcom-y, it almost allows Odyssey to talk about stuff that it normally wouldn't, which is adult relationships. Sure. And sure. as a kid, that was very exciting and intriguing to me. And yeah, even as a kid, I like when Connie says the whole, uh, you're a boy, so naturally you know nothing about girls. Like even six-year-old Andrew was like, that's stupid. That's not true. But <laughs> I know at least one thing about girls, and that's that my sister doesn't like me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Which sister, Andrew, they've both been guests, so you can name names. Well, at that point in time, I was sharing a room with Grace, so she's the one that's getting thrown under the bus today. <laughs> oh, no, Andrew, who could possibly not like you? As a roommate? <laughs> you got three new people you can interview for that one. <laughs> he always listens to podcasts in his back pocket while doing the dishes. Why don't you just use earbuds like a normal person? Andrew, is there anyone who you've shared a room with? for like an extended period of time who hasn't been a guest on the podcast no not a single person <laughs> but i will say that every person that i have shared a room with for an extended period of time has been on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that um, venn diagram is a circle my friend <laughs> and that's including when brendan spent a year unintentionally sleeping on my floor <laughs> Well, it was intentional. His room was very disorganized. <laughs> All right. I'm going to roll the promo, and then Please we can do. talk about the real episode. It's your favorite dynamic duel on the next edition of Adventures in Odyssey. It's a comedy of errors when Eugene starts getting advice from Connie on how to woo Katrina back from a strange new friend named Darren. But when the flowers, chocolates, and other romantic attempts fail, Eugene threatens to confront Katrina with hilarious results. Learn more next time on Adventures in Odyssey. So I think I may have cracked the code of my inner psyche. I was restricted in watching sitcoms and TV shows, and so this as the most sitcom-y Odyssey episode held very high esteem for me because I could listen to it unlimitedly. And so this episode, right, mm -hmm. was what introduced you to all the sitcom tropes. Yeah, pretty much. Whereas I am coming into this episode having way. lived my entire <laughs> life of sitcom tropes <laughs> and then listening and to now this. i'm listening to an episode just to do that mm. this is like when i watched ferris bueller day off ferris bueller's day off after seeing every other movie that it was inspired by that inspired it i'm sorry that didn't no wait that that was inspired, inspired by, by it. it there it is Look neither of us were correct but we <laughs> put our heads together and made a podcast oh man what a what a what a joy <laughs> So we, we open up on a conversation between Wit and Connie. Mm -hmm. Connie is keep paying really close attention to when Wit or when Eugene is leaving yes. because he always leaves at a certain time yeah. so that he can get to the library to see Katrina while she finishes her shift mm -hmm. and so they can walk and talk and Adorable. Is that not is that not adorable? I don't know. I think that's adorable. I I mm. I don't know that I think the episode gets to a decent place with Connie eventually. I think the beginning feels really um No, I'm talking about Eugene. Oh, like the fact oh, that Eugene. Eugene's oh, going yes. To visit. I thought you were saying like Connie laying all this out isn't that cute. And I'm like, no, it's kind of annoying. No, no. She, they're like really <laughs> leaning into like Connie's nosy and can't mind her own business to yeah. start this episode. It does get better, mm -hmm. but it is, yeah. yeah. But no, yes, Eugene leaving to go and walk with Katrina is cute. Mm -hmm. Big fan. And Connie's impression of Eugene is pretty funny. Uh huh. I at least. It yeah, always no. made me laugh a lot. For sure. 
For sure. But she, so Eugene comes downstairs and Connie starts kind of poking him about mm-hmm. it. And he's like, no, Trina and I are just friends. And Connie's like, Trina. Which I lied. Trina does come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's there twice. We'll keep track, folks. Yep. <laughs> um, Trina tracker. Oh, <laughs> shades of 2006. <laughs> What I a can make dark pool. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh boy. <laughs> um, and so natural disasters aside. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh I don't know. Eugene kind of brushes it off mm-hmm. and they're trying to do this whole thing, and Wade is just like standing here exhausted by it. Mm-hmm. Um Well, because and- he doesn't think anything twice of con- like, Connie brings up his concerns and Wit doesn't really care. He's like, oh, I'm just taking him for what Eugene is saying. Which is true and probably the right course of action. Right. Contrary to what we what I, like, yelled at Wit about doing last episode. Exactly. Like, in some ways, Wit at his most sitcom-y is his best. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in at the end and admits he uh, made a mistake. It's great. <laughs> that is true. We have a fallible John Avery Whitaker in this episode. Give and it a hundred percent. So, so we go, we leave that scene. I guess mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a conversation with Eugene and Katrina, and they're walking and talking, and it's cute. They're um they're at a cafe. Oh, are they actually okay? Yeah. So they it are cuts not walking to them. And talking. It cuts to them after like mid conversation, talking about some random trivia fact that uh, Katrina read in the paper and she's just doing a smart person ramble with eugene which Correct. great adorable love the restaurant sounds the idea that they just you know stopped into their little small relatively terrible uh college coffee shop and are talking about sure. stuff that interests them is very cute to me yeah i agree uh eugene says a great line mm-hmm. um of uh, our our conversations contain the most stimulating conversations I have anywhere. Period and full stop. Yeah, that is really nice. It is uh, maybe the hardest I've related to Eugene. <laughs> That's fair. I can respect that. Like, like I, yeah, mm. I. It was just like, wow, that is so much my sentiment when I am into someone. It is like, I just want to be talking to you. Most of the time. And you alone. <laughs> yep. It so happens that I like talking to you about everything. Right, right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't know we could go six months into knowing each other and never bring up movies. Yeah. But that happened. <laughs> so here we are. Because there was so much other stuff to talk about. Exactly. What a bizarre thing. Mm. But, but yeah. A bizarre beast, if you will. And then, right, as he's, like, saying that, because Katrina's, Katrina, like, throws out, oh, I'm boring you with all this trivia, which is when Eugene's Mm -hmm. like, no, this is the most stimulating conversation I ever have. And then this is where, and then he starts blushing. Yeah. And Katrina calls him on it, and he tries to cover he says um, that my uh, metabolism has increased, or he talks about the fans, like, oh, it's rather warm in here. And she's like, actually, I thought it was rather cool. And he's like, oh, yes, well, um, my metabolism is, uh... <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's and... something I would do. That's probably the hardest <laughs> I've ever related to Eugene. <laughs> you just pull the pots card. You can get away with anything if you just blame it on your condition. <laughs> This is the episode where Andrew dies. <laughs> because he has pots, he because dies. Because I have pots. Naturally, I assumed he was dead. <laughs> uh, he passed out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so there's, there's this... Yeah, she then... She's got a five o'clock meeting with a man. It's, she, she refers to it as an engagement. Yes, yes. Um, with... With, does she say a man? No, she doesn't say a man. She just says with him. Ah, I hate that's to he- right. keep him I, waiting. I hate to keep him wa- waiting. I've got a five o'clock engagement, and I ca- and I hate to keep him waiting. Yeah. Um, and also don't come by the library anymore. <laughs> right. Because it makes me late, right. which is really cute when it's viewed in proper context. <laughs> sure, sure. She says it a little 
too sterilely. No, she does completely sterilely. Yeah. Which so I do I do feel for Eugene here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh but, yeah. But yeah, and then right I, I at this point in my notes I wrote, oh great we're gonna have a dumb jealousy storyline because Katrina's meeting with a professor. I was basically right. You were basically right. You know, he's a professor in England, I suppose. <laughs> uh, he sounds so very intelligent for a child. <laughs> our next our next thing is Eugene, like, bashing in a computer mm-hmm. angrily. Just which screaming. <laughs> it is fun for him to take out his frustrations on a computer. I do. I do enjoy that moment. <laughs> You you must really hate this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what I... Yes, I hate this episode so much. I had a good time with this episode. No, 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 you said as much. I just, you know... It's, it's tropey. Yeah, well, or there... Yeah, there's just like, it didn't, it didn't all, it didn't all click for me. But it gets, I think it gets better as it goes. For sure. Oh, um, yeah. No, but, I think that the, I think that I didn't like this as much. And then at the very end where wit gets caught up to speed and they all just laugh about it like that's where i was like oh i actually really like this episode <laughs> like wit didn't come in all condescending as much i mean it's not a great wit episode because he definitely has his moments but i don't know it definitely left a nice uh warm sitcom-y feeling in my tummy but so yeah so amidst like bashing in his computer connie shows up mm-hmm. and it, I don't know. I can't decide if this is a very poorly written Connie episode. Yes. At this moment, or if it is the most accurately written Connie episode, because she sounds like an annoying little child. Yeah. In this scene. Mm-hmm. But she kind of is. Yeah. Like it might be the one moment where we actually have Connie kind of acting her age in this context especially well, like it makes sense because it's adult relationships romance right. peers this right and she's child. right and she's in high school mm-hmm. and like has a different view of it mm-hmm. has only been on one date at this point right yep, yep. shout out count- to jeff <laughs> um unless you count jimmy crushing on her but or, like, uh, didn't Rodney give her flowers at one point? That's that's, that's to later. come. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the same episode that Mitch is in oh, because yeah. yeah, that's the whole that's the whole bit there. Haha, we're played by the same person. What if we both loved her? Didn't we covered that with Novacom? Didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Go back um, and listen to it. But the yeah, the thing. I don't know. That, yeah, it's where it's where I'm like I kind of think that this is like. This isn't necessarily like that. Connie's unlikable, but it's not necessarily bad writing. No, exactly. Like I, I've heard women in real life say those exact words to me <laughs> about you know, you know you're a boy. You don't know anything about. Oh, girls. buddy, I can. So this this line, yeah, it comes up in the um when Eugene's memories are getting downloaded mm-hmm. in Eugene Returns. Yeah, that three part that we talked yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. So I know this line as uh, soon as it as soon as the setup happened i was like connie's about to say the line i paused it <laughs> i wrote the whole thing down from memory and i freaking nailed it man wow way to go i'm impressed just you're a boy excellent which naturally means you don't know the first, first thing, thing about girls things. I'm a girl, which naturally means that you know everything there is to know about boys and girls. But the thing I didn't know, because I've only heard it in that snippet, is that Eugene is mocking her. Yes. <laughs> which this episode makes very apparent, but the flashback does not. No. And so I thought this was a weird moment of them being in agreement. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> But I can see it, and honestly, he doesn't really refute it in the way that, like, he lets it go really quickly. He's like, what? And then it just right. continues on. Yeah. But yeah, so that uh. is fully glued in my mind. Yeah. Um, but he does, like, Connie does kind of wear him down, and it hits this point where Eugene's like, well, I genuinely don't have anyone else I feel like I can turn to, and mm. here Connie is, like, throwing herself at me to help out in this. Yeah. And, like... 
well, it does make Connie sense says. that right, and it does make sense that she would have a better perspective, like or You're have not a different perspective. Your resources, Eugene, which fair. <laughs> so she volunteers her services, and they go up um, to Wit's office, and he fills her in on everything. How mm-hmm. there is some sexual tension between Connie and Eugene this episode. Oh, I disagree. No, not not in a not in a bad way, but in a way that I did not pick up on as a child. Just like the line reading is so yeah, like they have they have good chemistry, but it never it never feels. I so I wouldn't go as far as to say like sexual chem- chemistry or like romantic chemistry. Yeah, like it does just feel like. Almost like, like familial chemistry. Right, or like they are friends who are getting closer. Yeah, yeah. Because that does kind of, I mean, kind of between like last episode and this episode, it does kind of feel like, oh, hey, these are characters who are growing now. Mm-hmm. And like we can, you know, their relationships with each other are going to grow. Exactly. And why I love this episode so much. <laughs> and so, right. So there's this whole, there's this whole thing. Connie has the absolute worst idea after Eugene l- lays it all out, yeah. which is get her a gift. Girls like gifts. Yeah, that's really bad. I mean, yeah. Andrew, mm-hmm. how much relationship advice did you take from this episode? Not a lot in, in that respect. If anything, I took the uh, the Eugene approach of say all the words and end up saying the thing you originally planned to. <laughs> I would say that probably uh, I didn't take any of the actual relationship advice, but did follow closely in the relationship chaos and fumbling. Ah. (laughs) Verbal fumbling, to be sure. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I wasn't a big, like, I'm not a, I like gifts. Gifts are great. Like, I I think it's special and wonderful, but it's not, like, my top love language by any means. And I don't really... Like, I've never really been into anybody that was super big on gifts. Yeah, I'm going to level with you. I do kind of judge people who that's their number one love language. And it I is feel, the easiest to judge. I feel bad about it no. in some extent, but I'm also like, well, I'm like, how how in the world could you value, like, something physical over, like, time spent? Mm. I, or I'm like, here's an object, or here's a couple hours in a car, and I'm like, I've taken a couple hours in a car every time, absolutely, hands yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like, fair. And then, that, obviously, my own things, mm-hmm. but yeah, I do always, I do always kind of side eye people who are like, my main love language is I like stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, I like gifts. <laughs> Do you actually like that person then, or do you just? And that, yeah. like, it's not to say like I don't like, I love. And appreciate a very well thought out gift. Yeah, no. I would say and that the best gifts are the ones that you feel the less the least bad about receiving. Which are like oftentimes not the biggest gifts or the most important significant gifts. I don't know if I ever gifts. felt bad about receiving a gift. Oh, I did. All the time. Interesting. Terrible. Yeah, I feel like a burden. Why, oh. why, why are you providing for me? Mm. <laughs> See, that's not a thing I have. I do have some friends with that thing. Hey, that would, um, be, that would be me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I always, yeah, I have to layer on the caveats if I want to give them a gift because <laughs> then they have to spiral and feel like they have to return it in some way. No, I, Which yeah. is why I no longer give Andrew gifts. Please. <laughs> Unless I give you a gift, then you can spiral and get me one if you want. But I won't. No, no. That's the thing. Uh, No, I would say that gifts are, like, I think that it's a a difficult love language to dissect because, like, an act of service could be a gift in a lot of ways where you are, you're providing something. Right, but that's its own love language. Yeah, no, exactly. But, like, say... Okay, like, you would think somebody would feel proportionately more loved based on the relevance and the, not necessarily the grandiose nature, but perhaps the intentionality put in the Yeah, intentionality, effort, absolutely, which Mm -hmm. is part of the problem with what Connie does here, which is she goes for the surface level obvious, like, the own like just the default gifts and it's like what are you doing mm-hmm. very impersonal yeah and yes. knocks it out of the park when he gets with the essays and then she's like no what are you doing 
He does knock it out of the park as far as that being a gift from the heart. He doesn't knock it out of the park in that he doesn't actually communicate any of the things that he is intending to. Oh, yeah, no, and he does it at a bad time. He's forcing yes. himself upon her almost. In, yes. Like, it becomes more about him giving the gift than it does about her receiving it, which is always the problem with gifts. Yeah. And love in general uh, <laughs> with a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah. So, right. So, looping back to the scene we're currently in, though, um, the we've got, yeah, them rehearsing what he's going to say. It, it can't just office. say, like, here's the gift. You yep. got to, like, say something from the heart. And so he's practicing that. And in walks Wit in a door creak that lasts for two minutes. At he's least just, like, standing seconds. there. Yeah. And, yeah, witnessing this role playing. And then as they leave, all flustered he goes he goes huh eugene and connie but what about katrina <laughs> and dylan beat his head into a wall <laughs> i i yep yeah, no that's that's true andrew can see the blood running down my face still <laughs> poor guy it's very thin uh, donate to the gofundme <laughs> for <laughs> dylan's forehead yeah and so right so they after Katrina has said, hey, don't catch me at the library mm -hmm. when I'm, like, trying to leave. Eugene does that. Catches her at day. the library when she's trying to leave. Catches her in the mid-walk right. um, to her appointment. <laughs> yep. He can't get the, the, the words out and then just, like, shoves a book of Emerson's essays mm -hmm. at her, which she does genuinely appreciate. Yeah. And then needs to leave immediately to go see Darren. And I went, Darren... First name, not a professor. She's probably tutoring this guy. Let me see it. Is it in your notes? 100%. Is she tutoring him? Wow. Dylan, you've, you've read it like a book. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, look at me figuring out child's media. <laughs> you are smarter than a fourth grader. Oh, man. Because there's nothing, like, fresh here from, like, the story strokes. Mm -hmm. So he, when then when they go and talk, he goes back and talks with Connie and kind of explains the thing. And she's like, well, does she, like, he's like, she didn't respond well. And she's like, well, at least she knows what you think, like, how you mm -hmm. feel at this point. And Eugene's like... Oh, um, no, I didn't do that either, which so relatable. Yeah, no, that's, I've been there. That's happened. That you know, is, you're like, I'll just uh, do it later, I guess. I am going in with the intention to reveal something deeply personal about myself and my feelings towards you, and whoops, there it goes. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. Woohoo! we love that, right? Yep, so, so for me, it's... It, it's two polar opposites. It's I either never say it or I say it at the worst possible time in ah. perhaps the worst possible way, which typically involves word No, maybe word I should vomit. give that a shot. <laughs> hey, man, you might have more failed relationships, but at least you'll have relationships. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Oh, boy. You've got plenty of very meaningful, fulfilling friendships. Romance is not what this life is about. Uh, amen? Unless it's between me and the earth. I am very <laughs> romantically t inclined towards the earth. <laughs> boy, do I have the Odyssey fanfic for you. <laughs> See, you gotta pay to get that joke, folks. It's the Avengers. <laughs> but McAllister Park. Oh, man. And Andrew is dripping. So. Uh, so, yeah, I. That. Uh, so, Connie's like, well. You gotta do... I guess this is the point where she lays out the cliche gifts. Where yeah. she's like, well, if you're trying to communicate that you love her, you gotta do it with flowers and chocolates. Yeah, yeah. That's what girls like. Candy and flowers. Candy and flowers. There's no way that you could possibly not think that you are in love with her if you get her candy and flowers. I would like this so much more if they did that and then they smashed cut 
to Eugene coming back and being yeah. like she didn't like the candy and flowers. Yeah. That would be good. That would that be I fun. would enjoy. Yeah, that's a better joke for <laughs> sure. Cuz instead, we have to suffer through this Eugene. scene oh where Eugene God. at 7 a.m. on Katrina's day off shows up at her apartment with carnations, weird flower to like like carnations feel like a plant and not a like a bouquet flower yeah you typically i mean you know your tulips your lilacs your roses i mean roses would be the most direct but uh carnate they probably couldn't get the the trademarking rights for <laughs> roses for this episode uh-huh, uh-huh, for <laughs> sure and so Right, so she brings carnations, and uh, she is allergic. Mm -hmm. I'm allergic. (laughs) I'm allergic to nuts. Macadamia nuts. (laughs) I'm allergic. (laughs) Allergic. Oh, my stars. Yeah, no, Katrina's dying in front of of Dylan. In front of Dylan, in front of Eugene. Uh, We're one and the same this episode. In many ways. Except that I wouldn't, ex- I wouldn't take Connie's dumb advice. No, you wouldn't take Connie's dumb One, advice. One, I have better friends than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have. There are, there are people who I would go to who would give me good advice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and who do give me good advice. Mm-hmm. Shouts out if you're listening, people. Notice I'm not, not shouting at me. <laughs> I'm not naming names. Yeah, no, Andrew doesn't give good advice. Let's let's be. Uh, I don't. I'm the best therapist, but I give terrible advice. Here's the thing: I haven't ever gone to Andrew for relationship advice. Rightfully so, because I look at his relationship. <laughs> you, you get the outside. I mean, <laughs> if you want to return the flip off, now's your opportunity, Andrew. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I'm just gonna stick that deep down inside. No, <laughs> deal with no, it tonight no. Before bed. no, I don't know. No, I need you to brush it off, Andrew. Brush you it, need to understand that this was a joke. Oh, of course. No. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, yeah, relationships are I I feel like if anything, this this podcast and this episode in particular has showed that like there's two very different approaches present at this table, and that is perfectly okay because neither of them are correct (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no neither of us have been married for 80 years so what can we say exactly both of us are failures mm -hmm. well and so i and i will say i met a man who was in his late 70s working on a roof like he was like roofing um or a, like a missions trip type situation and i asked him what his secret to marriage was because he married his wife when he was 18 and i was like so and he said ah commitment i don't know i stretch a lot and then that was it <laughs> <laughs> well there you go that's 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 good right there we have the answer folks <laughs> commitment and stretching <laughs> <laughs> oh man so, uh, yeah, uh, oh, so, right, she's allergic to the carnations, and she, she's trying to not eat sweets so the chocolates don't do her any good, and she, like, slams the door she's to go, breaking like, out in inject herself with an EpiPen, <laughs> yeah. and Eugene just has to leave in shame, yeah. and comes in to yell at Connie, and Connie's like, yep, well, here's my last piece of relationship advice. Anything can change. <laughs> I've given that advice in there. <laughs> Look, I I kind of don't hate that advice for where Eugene is at at this point. No, no. I think that advice becomes very, very bad if you have already expressed your feelings explicitly and the mm-hmm. person has said no. Yeah. Then don't operate under the anything can change thing. Yeah. But in this moment, I don't hate it no no like there's still the because and it helps that like we are a third party witnessing it this mm-hmm. and so we know that the central conflict here is just poor communication mm-hmm. and not actually like incompatibility a of... or a lack of desire yeah yeah exactly I, I don't know that you can have that perspective from the ground level but no. still <laughs> i am like okay connie you're yeah. you're like that that's yeah fair enough well um, yeah and and 
she says like relationships are dynamic which is very true the minute you think your relationship is gonna stay the same it will change <laughs> and that's okay because that's what people do so i i think that there is some value to what she's saying unfortunately it came after the flowers and chocolate and the making eugene change everything about himself so that contrita likes him bit. right <laughs> right yep thanks paul mccusker yep. way to portray women well and then, uh, right, and then Eugene's like, well, look, do you want these flowers and candy? Because she's got no use for them. And Connie takes them and, like, responds in a very, like, sincere, heartfelt way, which yeah. wit- witnesses, and that's just going to build to his whole thing. Yep, yep, yeah, and he, he gives another, like, weird monologue where he's just like, what the, things are just so strange around here. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm wit. <laughs> then he walks off. <laughs> you nailed it, Andrew. Thank you nailed it in one. Thank Good you. work. Um, and so, yeah, the what? The, oh, and then Katrina walks in. Yeah, yeah. And she's talking to Connie, and she's like, "Hey, like, I want Eugene to meet Darren. Mm-hmm. He's coming over." And Connie's like, ah, well, I oughta. And they, like, get in this whole thing where, like, Connie's very mad. And Katrina is the best human being. She She is so gracious. You know what? She's used to working with children. She really (laughs) nails it. But, like, fair. But, like, she also, like, this is where it it slightly subverts the tropiness. Mm Mm-hmm. Because what should happen is that, like, Eugene should be the one to come with her, mm-hmm. to her with this stuff. He should be mad. Mm-hmm. Her feeling, like, the way his response should be so blown out mm-hmm. that Katrina now hates him. Yeah. And, like, it's going to take another season for the will they won't they to continue. Yeah. Very friends. Instead, right, instead you have a really, like, Connie jumps to all these com- conclusions and katrina just kind of rolls her eyes and is like here meet darren yeah. like she is sympathetic and understanding to how they got to this point mm-hmm. and she's not like upset at connie she's just like come on dude you're, yeah you're, you're dunking right. on yourself i'm right. you don't need me to jump on like yeah yeah <laughs> you've and already right. tripped and fallen down the right stairs. well and connie has i don't know best line of the episode maybe best line of odds like it's so funny but Perfectly where ingrained in my mouth where, where <laughs> or in my mouth in my mind <laughs> where connie asks um or Connie just says, oh, I was just rehearsing for a play. And Katrina goes, what play? And she says, the large foot pushed deep, deep into, into the, the mouth. mouth. <laughs> Which, Andrew, if ever there was an Odyssey tattoo for you to get. <laughs> the large like, foot tattoo. Like, that is, that's oh, so, that, I mean, that, that's perfect for you. Yeah, it's my Because you do episode. that all the time. Large foot pushed deeply into the mouth. I'll get it tattooed underneath my neck or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can we can we can workshop oh, like where a, it's a gonna ch- go. A chest piece, if you yeah. will. Yeah, whether we Place do it foot here. Right, whether we do it in pictographs or we do it, you know, just in text or whatever. But I do <laughs> hieroglyphs. Yeah. But I do feel like I do feel like that tattoo would suit you. Oh, and I'm so not above getting it tattooed because it is like one of the most iconic lines mm-hmm. from the show in my mind. Like, what you said earlier about the I know everything there is to know about girls bit. Yeah. I am with this. Where I knew it was, <laughs> I knew exactly when it was coming, and I was like, oh man, it's still so good. <laughs> Epic. Yeah. Um, and so the, the other thing that's good here is right. So you have. You have Connie really like leveling with Katrina about Eugene's fears. Mm-hmm. And they have like a pretty decent exchange. Mm hmm. And then uh, Katrina sends Darren to go mm-hmm. go meet Eugene. Which is so cute. It is, this scene is incredibly cute because he walks in and he's like, hey, I'm not from around here. Do you know someone who would be good to tutor? And At the college. Like to, to tutor me. And Eugene just starts like praising Katrina left and right yeah. and recommends her. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I actually already know Katrina. I'm Darren, by the way. And Eugene's like, 
Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Darren? The Darren? Darren? Yes. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, no, it's it's hilarious. The eh? moment where Darren walks in, too, when mm-hmm. Connie and Katrina are, like, going back and forth, and Katrina's like, or and he walks in, and he's like, who has a crush on me or whatever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and especially at the end. Oh, no, he says, um, uh, Darren says that we're rivals or something to yes, Eugene, he does which say, is so funny. He does say I didn't pick, rivals. I never picked up on that before. It's good. I love, I love, I love a precocious kid. Yeah. Um, Darren should come back. Yeah, please bring him back. Let's, let's ditch Don't age him at all. No, but bring him back. Bring him back. Yep. (laughs) Just screw up the Odyssey timeline even more. (laughs) Well, I mean, who's, who's paying attention that still listens to new Odyssey? Yeah, exactly. Colleen. Colleen is the only person that would know. Focus, oh, you've man. only got to take one person out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give them that option. They might take it. Yeah, no. I, if you if you come for me, I will come for all of you. <laughs> you take one sister, I take your family. <laughs> but yeah, they just they have they have a very nice a nice exchange here. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and like it Katrina kind of is like Oh, I didn't realize like you were insecure in mm-hmm. what we have. Yeah. So like my bad for not communicating that better and I'm like, oh, "Katrina, like you you don't need to apologize, but I also do appreciate you like yeah, just well, because being there was trying the, to meet in the middle and whatnot." There was the bit like the the running gag where um Eugene didn't say how he felt to Katrina the first Correct. time and she uh he said that like, "Oh, well, she didn't ask." And then um yes. Then Katrina says the same thing when Connie's talking to her about how Eugene feels. She's like, oh, well, he didn't ask. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, it coming back together to this kind of, like, cataclysmic, uh, rapid-fire relationship repair for communication. Like, I didn't, I shouldn't have assumed, you shouldn't have assumed. Wow, this was really bad. Oh, my goodness. We both are owning our own responsibility in this collective conflict. Yep. And then Wit walks in and is like, well, naturally, I assumed. (laughs) co-workers shouldn't date and then everyone laughs hysterically yeah yeah oh i thought that because and then and and the thing you said and and i'm wit and yes (laughs) right and i do appreciate right wit being dumb at the end of the episode is funny even if like i don't love the way in which he's dumb i like that he gets to be dumb Yeah, yeah and i also i do love the final note of everyone laughing exactly where it's like this if this was Friends, if this was How I Met Your Mother, if this was any other sitcom, they would probably try and milk this conflict because they're not necessarily rooting for people to be the best versions of themselves. Sure. Yep. Uh, Fair. So there, there is something about it that I that I do really appreciate that, like, Katrina is willing to for- forgive immediately Eugene and his flusteredness and, um, and his mistakes, uh, and as well as Eugene apologizing and Connie and... And all yeah. of that. So yeah, no, it was just, it's just a good yeah. time, and it's got a lot of jokes in it. So many jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a pretty pleasant episode, even if it feels a little paint by numbers at Derivative. times. Yeah, that's and fair. It, but it like it does make some interesting choices, and I also I just want to commend the show so much. Like something that didn't really hit me until this episode, but it's like they had an easy quote-unquote path in front of them of just wait until like connie's graduated high school and get her and eugene together yeah that's what everyone wants yeah and they took a different path than that that is in my opinion way better infinitely better (laughs) because we don't get years and years of this like Will they, won't they, opposites attract, these two people, like, go from hating each other to kissing each other. Yeah. Like, we don't need that with Connie and Eugene. And I love, I love the, like, especially, yeah, I I think I just always took it for granted that, like, of Mm -hmm. course they don't end up together. But Mm -hmm. if you're listening at the time, you don't know that, and you're trained to expect one thing, and it is, like, the thing that people like talk about on yeah, forums and whatnot yeah. is like, man, I always wanted Connie and Eugene to get together. And mm-hmm. I am like, I am so glad that we have like male, female platonic relationship yeah, no. represented well, I mean, on a very conservative show yeah. that wouldn't, that you wouldn't necessarily expect to no, do that. No, 
Well, and then I think that it kind of flies under the radar because of that. And I just think that what they are able to do by expanding the world through adding Katrina is so much more yeah. interesting than just taking Connie and Eugene and mashing them together in a bunch of different ways to make more money. Right. Agreed. And I think I think it's so I think that yeah, just the, the the these two episodes being written the way they were was done with a very clear intent mm-hmm. of we have an episode that introduces Katrina, yeah. and this is the episode that fully erases the idea that Connie is an option mm. because they're really underlining it. Connie is fully rooting for. Eugene and Katrina. Yeah, yeah. Like not in like an insincere, I am rooting for no, this no, no, because no. it's the only way I can be close with this person, no. which is the thing I've never done. Um, is get really invested into a friend's relationship because I am secretly in love with that friend. Couldn't be me. Um, but the but the other component is like yeah, it, everyone laughing at the absurdity mm-hmm. at the end of the episode of the idea that Connie and Eugene would date. Yeah. Is just like they are fully establishing that this is absolutely absurd. And I imagine that was not that there were audience members who did not receive that well. That's fair. But we have the benefit of looking at it with retrospect mm-hmm. and just being like, man, I'm so glad that was the decision that was made. And in a way that feels organic and not like, oh, we wrote ourselves into a corner and we've got to change or we're introducing this character to be an obstacle between like our two people finally ending up together. Like it is truly, I don't know if Katrina was, okay, the official guides and have do not give like, a lot of insight here i don't know if katrina was introduced with the idea of that being the end game Mm. that those two that like eugene and katrina have to get together but i do think that it was very clearly set up as a this is putting the nail in the coffin for connie and eugene like maybe eugene and katrina break up over the years Mm -hmm. but we are establishing that like Eugene has a romantic interest, and it's not Connie, and, and it's, it's never gonna be. Yeah, and it couldn't be the farthest thing from Connie. Like, yeah, which is, and I think better, more interesting. Like it, it, you know, allows us to get characters like Connie and or, or like uh, Katrina and Eugene, and just even thinking within the context of this show, like all of the stuff that we talked about with Green Ring conspiracy, talking about eugene and katrina as adults and making all those decisions and everything like that like that feels very organically grown from this kind of Mm. origin which i do really appreciate and i'm excited to uh look more into yeah yeah the fact that this relationship manages manages to transcend a three house myths or i'm sorry three wits only one house myth three wits will ryan's departure from the show and a recasting of katrina yeah have and like it, potentially will Ryan's death? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see how they yeah how they address that. But like, yeah, it is I don't know. It's I'm really excited to continue covering this and I'm mm-hmm. happy with this. And my last note is just the fact that we because we knew I knew what was gonna come in <laughs> yeah, and yeah, object yeah. and yeah. whatever. And I was gritting my teeth for this to be a Connie, you're a Christian and Eugene is not confrontation. Unequally yoked. (laughs) I was really like anticipating that as the thing that was going to come up. And I'm just like, oh man, it's going to be so rough to listen to. And the fact that what we end up with is Wit just like dumbly being like, you shouldn't like, I've always had concerns about people like dating coworkers, but I don't know, maybe you guys will find a way to make this work. And then they all just laugh at my business. Right. (laughs) Like I love, yeah. Yeah. I love that Wit's like, I guess I got to like, you know, bring this up. Yeah. but please stop me if this is too uncomfortable. Right, exactly. Clearly, I am pissing myself while speaking. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I love I love a 
a nice humble, right. uncomfortable wit. Right. <laughs> a wit who is not bold. Yes. A gentle, a meek wit. Yeah, a meek wit. Mm. Hey, blessed are the meek. meek. Mm-hmm. They will inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. I know a man who wrote that. He lives in my heart. Aww. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any any last thoughts, Andrew? Oh, this is stupendous. Um, no, <laughs> I I just I really loved it, and I remembered this episode very clearly. Um, but when we were getting ready to cover it for the show, like I kind of glossed over that this is the next step after Truth and Trivia and Trina. Um, but as a child, this was like this was the one that I really liked, and I thought it was just so funny and cool and. Um, I, I like I appreciated that it was older adults. It wasn't the kids that were doing this. Uh, you know, it's all it's all about adult romance and adult relationships. Right. So yeah, yeah. Another episode where it's like there's a child in here barely. Like we <laughs> just really, a rival Eugene. We're really unconcerned with this. Yeah. And it's they have a good thing. I I think they strike a a clever balance of like we are trying to model what good relationships look like mm-hmm. while also making them so much older that no kid is going to go to their parents and be like, see, I should be allowed to date off yeah, of this. Exactly. Like they, 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 they nail that balance quite well where it's like, okay, we're, we're establishing good role models who once again, I would like to establish are not currently Christian. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that aspect of this as yeah. well. But, like, that, yeah, that the, this is not something that a kid's going to be able to one-to-one apply to his life. But he's still, but they're still going to gain, like, gain something from it. I yeah. don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that thought develops over, over the episodes. But, uh, but for now, I'm just glad that we're covering these, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a big appreciator of this album. Obviously, Passport to Adventure was one of the ones that I owned. But we've right. covered... Uh, now Truth and Trivia, Aloha Oi, Part 1, 2, and 3. And there's a couple George Barclays on Yeah, this? and Naturally I Assumed and A Prayer for George Barkley. Um, I don't think we covered... Yeah, we didn't cover Bad Hair Day or nope. Boy Who Cried Destructo. Yeah, Someday. But did we, you know? did we cover A Time for Christmas? Because that's a, that's a Christmas episode. Uh, we didn't unless that's the... No, we didn't cover no. that one. Nope. All but, right. Well, there you go. Yeah. 2023. I'm looking at you. We got to okay. finish this out. <laughs> yep. All right. Um and anything you want to you want to plug here, Andrew? Any Oh, um watch a movie with somebody you love. Yeah. That's my plug. <laughs> hey, that's always my plug. Um and with all that being said, we will be back next week for episode 266. It began with a rabbit's foot. Mmm, bye guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Naturally, I Assumed was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fan Chalk Pod. <laughs>